Welcome to Raising Nashville. I'm Bucky. Juice box. Oh boy. And yes, we are still in slash outside. Um, we we are doing our jobs. We're staying staying home. We're sheltered in place. We are officially sheltered in place. I think one of the when when we did that outbreak episode. Um, that was recorded on March 22nd, and I remember saying that it was just a suggestion at that point that happened that day. Right, now yeah. like half the nation shut down. Yep. <laughs> a lot of things changed in that two-week span. No doubt. It did, and we expected it to. I don't think it changed as much as the prior two weeks to that. Um, that was when shit hit the fan, but um, we are doing our part, so... Brought to you this week, Raising Nashville, we are officially outside. And we are. We are sitting s- at least six feet away from each other. I'm about 12 feet away from you. Yeah. <laughs> I was about to make that same joke, too you much. asshole. It's all right. We still want to record these episodes, plus this is a ability. We all live in the same neighborhood, so we're not driving far. We're not causing a ruckus here. I could have driven my lawnmower over here if I wanted to. That would have caused a ruckus. <laughs> it would have caused a little bit of noise. Everybody's inside. So so what they're doing is, like, I don't know if you're doing this like me, but I'm watching every one of my neighbors like it was the burbs. Like, I mean, I'm literally, I, there's. it's to the point where I'm about to get on my roof and just perched there all day. Do you have binoculars? Uh, I don't, I don't, but I thought oh, about I that do. a couple of days ago. I do, yeah. Do you really? Yeah, yeah. So you can really get inside their living rooms. I, I don't know. I <laughs> No, I don't care what my neighbors are doing. I don't, I don't, that's not entertaining for me. Oh, okay. Well, I, I feel like I've reached the end of the television and internet at this point. I got you. Okay. Well, Teach so, It is. So with that being said, we want to continue bringing you these episodes through this terrible time we're going through. And this week we want to bring up another subject about probably a terrible time that parents will go through. Yeah, we're jumping back into a parenting topic this week. Absolutely, because kids are still being born. And parenting is still going on. Yeah. And it's, it's going, it's intensified. It's more difficult than ever. Correct. No shit, you guys. I've been th- I was thinking about it. Like, it's weird to say, but like this past three weeks, I guess, month. Yeah, month. I've spent more time with my kid, like, since that first month that he was born, probably. Ever. Like, that was the only time that I was around him every day, nonstop. Like, now I'm just around him every day, nonstop. And it's awesome, but at the same time, we're both really learning how to push each other's buttons. No doubt. (laughs) I I woke up this morning, and my daughter was just staring at me, holding my hand. Like, standing beside (laughs) the bed, just holding my hand, (laughs) staring at me. I was like, "Uh, everything okay? I don't know how if that's cute or creepy. It's both. So, let's just go ahead and title the episode. It's called Everybody Poops. Because they do, y'all. And yeah. uh, the tagline for this for this episode is Raising Nashville, a dad's perspective on potty training. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, the Raising Nashville do dad's perspective. Do it in your movie voice. Everybody poops. Raising Nashville dad's perspective on potty training. That was great, man. Yeah. I feel like you actually practiced that. Yeah. I didn't. <laughs> 
normally I can't stop laughing through those, but right. that that one's not funny because this subject is not funny. Um, yeah. It is. I think it's hilarious. You might, but potty training is one of the hardest things logistically a parent will have to do in the raising of their child. I think you're blowing it out of proportion. I, I that is absolutely not true. Let's preface this for our listenership out there. Currently. Uh, old boy has a five-year-old daughter, and she has officially through potty training. Yep. Like, been through it for yeah, years. Yeah. Yep. Started when she was two, and done. Done. And my kid is two and a half. He's about to be three in May, and he is currently about two months into potty training. And I will touch on that later in the episode, but he is. It's it's been a ride for us. And then... Uh, our kid is, you know, one and a half years old, and we are not to that subject yet, really. Like, we're just now, you know, we've introduced the uh, kid's toilet into the bathroom, so it's like he's aware of it, but, you know, that that's the first step that we've sure. taken. We're not really It's a good step, way. though. I'm going to have to make a note of that, because uh, I definitely want to touch on, like, ages and, and things like that when we get right. back into it. But as we do here at Raising Nashville Podcast, whether you like it or not, I know we do. And it's not always the most interesting, but we like to dive into the history of everything that we do a subject on. Oh, this is going to be rich. Yeah. Some of them go date way back. Uh, some histories on subjects that we cover date back, like, 10 years or 20 years. Um, but learn us something, Bucky. I, I do. You'd love it when, uh, when I learn you something. So potty training, let's take it all the way back to the year 1577 in ancient Rome. They are, this is the way a lot right. differently they, than I thought it was going They didn't have potty training before the Romans. <laughs> no, they, uh, they created the first ever known children's toilet, 1577, ancient Rome. There's a drawn depiction of of this toilet on the internet that you can find, and it was like a crown. Uh, Te- text me that image. I just I don't want to come over and look at it. Do you have it? I, I do have it. Okay, I'll look at it later. I'll text you that. So uh, they create the children's toilet. So obviously they're potty training in 1577. We're gonna go through kind of a, a timeline of. Things that helped with potty training, the reason that the years have extended on the expectations of age, we're going to go through a few things, but this is, it really shapes it history-wise, right? So, in the late 18th century, parenting transitioned from the use of leaves or linens to the use of cloth diapers. Hold the fuck up. (laughs) Just back up. Leaves? Yes. (laughs) Leaves or linens. Leaves or linens. They're probably those uh, elephant ear leaves. Exactly. That's what I I was just thinking. That's not that surprising. Like, think about it. Like, you're in a pinch. What are you going to use? A leaf is a, a leaf is the original disposable diaper. No I've doubt. used no leaves doubt. in the woods before. I have. Okay, I'm not saying. I'm just saying you went leaves or linens. Yeah, that's what it said. Okay. I, I'm just reading facts here. But you're saying they had toilets 300 years before that. Yes, but um, yeah. Okay, I'm just I'm just trying to grasp. It wasn't a I toilet like though. It was more going. like a chamber Hole pot or something, right? Like okay. it was just a pot yep. that. Like, like and so so basically let's just jump back the romans just basically made a smaller pot and they were like this we <laughs> yeah. just came up with this for the kids or it took, the a, it took us wondering. until 1577 to make a smaller pot like, yeah okay a kid keeps falling in that hole over there let's make a smaller <laughs> hole 
Oh, and then during the 1800s, the mechanical washing machine was invented. So leaves were uh, transitioned out and cloth linens that people were just, you know, you've seen that. You just wrap around the sheet around them and, and yeah, bobby like pin the edges or whatever. Or yeah, for, yeah, for babies. Then let's fast forward to 1956, where a New York housewife named Marion Donovan created disposable diapers. And the the idea behind this was it decreased the burden on parental time and resources needed to care for children who were not toilet trained. It helped oh, yeah. relax relax expectations on the time children need to be trained. Okay, mm-hmm. hold hold up, hold up. How did she create disposable diapers? I was going to say you didn't really have to d- discuss the reason behind it either. I think we we get it. Disposable, <laughs> yeah, shit filled pieces of paper. No, so away. she she was uh, she was messing around. Uh, New York housewife, kind of probably bored at the time, wanting to create something for children. I'm sure she had a few. I didn't look into that, but she was messing with double sided tape, like uh, tape that will you know re stick every time you you put it down. Okay, got it. She was messing with the fibers of the inside of it and the original creation that she made the outside was um a cut up um shower curtain she put the cut up shower curtain on the outside created the kind of idea of it and then she put the fibers down on the inside the super absorbent fibers that she found and then the like restickable tape and she tried a couple of different prototypes i'm sure she just found some super absorbent fibers and was like here we go maybe she was in the textile industry okay i don't know yeah then uh, she sells the rights to her invention, uh, the disposable uh, diaper, in 1948. So two years after she created it, to Johnson and Johnson. For Wait, I one... thought you said it was 1956 that she created. 1946. It. Okay. 1946, and then uh, two years later, 1948, she sells it to Johnson and Johnson for a million dollars. A million dollars in 1948. I'm sure. That's a lot of money. You're just balling and out. And now, I don't know about you guys, but I'm just glad to know the name Marianne Donovan. Mm-hmm. Because disposable diapers, I mean, shh. Right? I can't thank ima- you. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, fucking thank yeah, you. I'm sorry to the earth, but man, I can't imagine having to wash diapers on top of everything else yeah. that you have to Johnson do. & Johnson got it for a fucking steal. Well, get this, because this goes back to our episode about vaccines. Um so they really didn't like those linens they were using in the early 1900s. Uh, it up until like 1926, they just washed them, and then it started in 1926. And some kind of something occurred with uh, uh, some kind of flu or virus or something, and people started boiling their kids. Diapers. Diapers. Yeah, those cloth diapers that they were creating. <laughs> so they're boiling that in their house every night. Um, that's a, just a crazy stat. Okay, so let's go back. Uh, that makes me want to die. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to want to bring that <laughs> to your head. About boiling a dirty diaper in my kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Fuck Sorry. All that. Uh, from 1948 to 1961, Johnson and Johnson basically had out a disposable diaper. In 1961. Uh, Pampers were introduced, and they didn't buy it from Johnson & Johnson. They just It was their competitor, right? Gotcha. So you all hear about Pampers. I mean, that was the words when we were growing up. That was just the generic name for diaper, diaper. Yeah, totally. It's, it's just branded. Yeah, it's Pampers now. But it's like Kleenexes for tissue or whatever. Right, exactly. You know? yeah. like the brand became what you just call everything. Yeah. Like, so Pampers. Like Coke for soda. Coke. Like yeah. Coke. Yeah. Everybody yeah. Call, in the, yeah, we it's all Coke. call it Coke, right? In the um, so... In 1989, Huggies 
invented the first pull-up. So from 61 to 89, you did not have pull-ups. We didn't even know we needed pull-ups, apparently, for you know almost 20 years. I thought you were going to say in 1989, you got out of pampers. <laughs> no. And into pull-ups. <laughs> and into pull-ups. He's a big kid. But behind every great invention like a pull-up versus a disposable diaper, um, it had an amazing slogan. Uh, the I'm a big kid now. Oh, man. I vividly remember those commercials. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, and that kind of got stuck in your head. Um, this is an interesting fact in 1990. So one year after pull-ups were invented, disposable diapers now constituted 1.6% of municipal waste. In 1990, seven in 10 Americans said that they would support banning disposable diapers. Seven in 10. Seven out of 10 people would have banned disposable diapers. Who the F are those people? people that that's a lot yeah. I, don't, I have no idea it's like did they just ask like a bunch of teenagers and people that didn't have kids yep that has to be a teenagers <laughs> and old people right. who raised yeah. them off yeah, yeah. There, there you go there yeah you go. but you got to think the other companies are so big that they would have influenced away from that or at well, least they, they haven't they though aren't they now biodegradable and i think they're I mean, some of them are, but the biodegradable diapers kind of suck, man. I'm not going to lie. Like, Yeah, we I've never had those. <laughs> yeah, no, we tried them at first. They're not great. Like, I, I don't know. I hate to say it. Like, it, diapers are terrible, but shit, we mm. use a lot of them. Yeah, oh, well, I mean, we did and, too. And I, and I can't imagine using a cloth diaper. And we know where we're at today. I mean, there are many types and brands and, and diapers. There's, you know, the super absorbent ones. There's the uh, being able to move around ones. There's, you know, there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> These kids are for action. There's yeah, the aerodynamic a- diapers. Yeah. <laughs> These have wings on the side. Yeah, anything to make a buck, right? Nothing's really changed since 1989 when the pull-ups were invented. No, I I'll mean, tell you what has changed. There's now the, um, or I don't know, I don't feel like it was there back then, but the uh, line that shows you when the diaper's wet. Oh, yeah. Mm. Huge. Like, we got some diapers that were, well, those biodegradable, like, nature diapers didn't have the line on it. And that's just like... You're sticking your finger inside the diaper to see if it's wet or, you know, what the That, hell? yeah. Yeah. Imagine the other side. Um, so, that pretty much gets us through a history of diapers because that's where we're at now. <laughs> what we're trying to do is get out of diapers, get yes. on that potty, and give us a fucking break. I'm, I mean, still, I'm still confused about the ancient Romans in the 1500s, but I'll... We'll talk about this afterwards. That created a toilet? Yes. Okay. No, we um, already established they just made a smaller pot. <laughs> like the years messing with my head. Um, all, all right, so I had a few things also that I wanted to look up, uh, especially like age range of when potty training is is uh, sure acceptable. So I think in America the average age range is 18 months to three years. I did some studies that said in the 1920s and 30s, they were potty training kids like under one, like before kids could walk. I, I, you sent me that and I was just, I can't believe it. Like, and it, it some of the methods for training these kids were, um, like they were just like, it was always to, to induce regularity. So they would constantly take them on the same times. And if they couldn't get them to go, they would like use this soap stick to stick in the child's rectum to make them go. What? Oh, yeah. No, this, no. I mean, there was some bad 
Okay, practices yeah, that, out that's, there. Okay, I'm not on board with it. Anymore. I right. was only I was assuming that they were training them under the age of one so they could stop washing all those yeah, cloths no, and boiling yeah. them. In their well, house. sure. I'm sure yeah. there's. I mean, there's many reasons to train your kid to quit potty training. I don't. I'm uh, tired of smelling boiled <laughs> shit every day. Yeah. Guess what, Billy? You're gonna you're gonna start using the bands of toilet now. But I mean, you got to think. I'm, it's a different world, so they would try to induce regularity by doing all these different things and. It was it was it caused a lot of emotional problems and there's studies and things like that. So they've thankfully gotten away from that. And diapers really helped with all this too. Well, and I'm sure we'll talk about it in a minute. But like that's the whole premise behind that three day potty training thing is just like really. I mean, obviously that's for a kid that's a little bit older. But that's the whole thing is just like an like a regiment that you just keep doing right. like over and over again to into like. Intense. They understand it. Yeah. And I want to get into the three day potty training thing. Yeah, yeah, we'll talk yeah, about we, it. Yeah, we will. Um, so, also, um, but in that 18 to three months, which is common here, or three years, I mean, uh, it's really all about the child's readiness. You can't really force them to start doing it because you can, you can cause some uh, negative emotions or negative reactions out of forcing the kid to try to potty. So, right. there's been some studies there, which I'll, I'll touch on that in a minute also. Um, gender wise, the opinion is, is that girls are easier to potty train and they do it earlier than boys. However, it's just an opinion. It's not proven. Sure. There's no statistics on that. Yeah. Not, there's not hard, hard studies on it. It's just an opinion. Um, That is interesting because I feel like most of my friends that I know that have kids that have girls and boys, they all say, always say the girl was easier to yeah, potty train. So there should probably be a study. Um, and it might be because they sit down. But they say you're supposed to train boys to sit down first anyway. Yeah. So I don't know. Okay. Um, also, uh, worldwide, there has been a study um, that says the further away from the equator, the slower it takes children to, to acclimate to potty training. What? Yep. And I don't know why. They don't know why. So anyway, um, that's. I thought that was interesting. Uh, beats the hell out of me what it's about but I, I did learn that now i've got some worldwide trends in potty training do you guys want those absolutely yes. okay we're, we're recording a podcast in about kenya potty <laughs> i wonder how i throw something over there in kenya uh what they do is so and it's typically the mother when they go when they go to the bathroom they they think they know when the kid wants to go so they're always paying attention when the kid needs to kind of go so they take the kid and the kid sits on their lap and if they have to pee, they face forward. If they have to shit, they face the parent. No. And the the legs kind of simulate the toilet. No. Yeah. No, thank you. No. Um, in Vietnam, here's my favorite one, se- second favorite one. <laughs> in Vietnam, so what they do is they notice when the kid has to when the kid starts going to the bathroom, right? Sure. So when they pee, they start whistling. So right off the bat, when the kid when they notice <laughs> Wait the kid as a parent, you whistle at the yep. kid. So you start whistling at the kid, right? The kid, it's like Pavlov's dog. The kid starts associating whistling with urinating. Then when the child's ready to start potty training, they put the child on the potty and they they start whistling. Not the children, the parent. Man, you got to be whistling for a long time, though. They yeah. they do that Andy Griffith song. And that kid <laughs> just starts fucking pissing, dude. Oh, my God. So then, like, if you heard the Andy Griffith song, you would just be triggered you would and just pee, be, start peeing yourself. That's right, which makes really awkward situations in adulthood. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. Like if you're at a party or something. Yeah. I don't think that song's going to come on at a party. <laughs> <Andy> Griffith. <laughs> that sounds like a challenge. 
All right. Uh, in Australia, they just put they put the kid on the sink and just use the garbage disposal. <laughs> At this point, you're making all this uh, up. D- no. Uh, they don't call it a garbage disposal. They call it a rubbish <laughs> A rubbish grinder. I'm sorry. All right. Uh, Two more. Um, (laughs) These are real. The rubbish grinder was fake. Uh, Iran apparently has a really intensive one, which reminds me of the three-day one. Like, they just pounded into the fucking kid. Like, it's it's, every two hours they're taking that kid in the bathroom to make him shit or piss. Right. Um, In China, this one's very interesting. In China, kids walk around with a split crotch pants. They're diaper free, and they just squat and go. <laughs> and that is anywhere? true. My wife has seen it. Like kids walk around with crotchless pants. No, I don't think they go anywhere. But they go. They just, it just makes it real easy. They don't have to pull anything down. They just squat, go, done. Like in the toilet. But where? And yeah, I'm not sure if the toilets are exactly what they go into. There, I think they're Which they, part they of have China. Are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. There's different parts, and it, it is in areas of China. It's okay. not. It's not all of China. It is in areas of China. But my wife has seen it. She's been over there and says, "Yeah, it's a, that's the way it is." That's pretty much all I got. There's some other boring stuff that I just didn't uh, have, or I didn't make up anything. Else. Those were some very fun <laughs> fun statistics on uh, potty training around the world yeah, with right. Old Boy. Yep. Um, so. I mean, ultimately, what motivates you as a parent to get the training done? You know, like, uh, is, is that a it, question? It is. <laughs> it's a question. I think, yeah, I got a real good answer. Yeah. Okay. I, I have several answers. Well, let, then what are your answers? I've got a few here. My motivation for training my child to use the commode is so that I don't have to wipe a butt anymore. Okay. I, don't, I do not. I, it is, I am so low when I have to wipe somebody's butt. Gotcha. For me, it's like I don't even know if it's the actual wiping the butt as much as it is just poop. I can't deal with poop. Like poop is, yeah, it's uh, degrading uh, enough. It's so, like I want to fucking throw up when I have to change a diaper like every single time. Like yeah, and the older the kid Still? gets, yeah, because it gets worse, man. Initially, it's like kind of just like liquidy, and you wipe it off, and then the kid gets older, and they're taking like a full on human dump. Like we had. We yeah. had some baked fish for dinner the other night. I had to change my kid's diaper the next morning. That was fucking not pleasant. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm just kind of I'm gotten... trying to not deal with that anymore. So that's my main motivation. And I, we're Second. even to the point like like we're trying to like really teach Barrett to be like as soon as he poops, be like, hey, I pooped, I pooped. Yep. Like, we're trying to get him to tell us, and he's getting better about it. You know, which which I read was one of like you know the kind of precursors to like getting your kid ready to use yeah. to be potty trained. So we're working on that, but that that small breakthrough was huge for me because it was just like God, thank God, now I don't have to like change this diaper that's been on your ass for thirty minutes and poop yeah. is everywhere, and I want to throw up the whole time I'm trying to change Stuck it. Stuck to your butt. See, I feel Sorry. like I've gotten used to it. Um, I, it doesn't, power to it, you, it doesn't bother me. Like it sounds like it bothers you. What I was talking about, I, I mean, and those are great, you know, answers or whatever. It's, um, you know, you don't want to wipe a butt. You don't want to deal with poop <laughs> yeah, anymore. Uh, some yes. people don't want to spend money on diapers cause that shit's expensive. There's and, that too. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. that's, that's another, when you get, you know, that money bag, it's like kind of after formula, after they're done drinking formula, if your if your kids had formula, that was expensive. 25 bucks a pop. Yeah, and See, it was all the time. 
Yeah, you think that, but then when they're eating regular food and then not eating the food that you're not eating, that, that <laughs> adds up a lot more. But that, that's a yeah. different. That's another episode that we've talked about before. Absolutely. Um, uh, another one. I don't know training or discipline, like te- teaching them to be disciplined. Um, and you kind of touched on that. Is right now Levon is currently in that phase of we tried and we gave it the the good college try um in regards to potty training him take him in there and then he regressed and then now we've gotten through the pack that you said you're training barrett how to tell you when he's pooped and we we were trying to get levon to do that for the longest time now it's gotten to the point where he's so uncomfortable standing in his own shit that he tells us that he pooped and i think it took that it didn't took it didn't take training like it was just wait and see yeah, I um, mean, and then and every kid is different. I mean, obviously, I can't say because Barrett's not body trained, but from what I've been reading, like every kid is obviously different. And some kids that it, that's the thing that drives them, and other kids like yeah, that still doesn't bother them, and they're still down for playing around with shit in their diaper. Absolutely, and it says like we talked about the kind of the history of this and the timeline of this is up until the 1950s, people were trying to get that kid you know trained with various. Uh, methods um, as as you mentioned before the age of one and then since the invention of the diaper and that like really shot skyrocketed it to now the expectation is they begin at 18 months and this could take up to three years and i i'm fearful as a parent and being embarrassed i don't know if this is embarrassment or what is the fact that i'm two months out from Levon's third birthday and I do not see him being done with this until that point. So there, I guess there's acceptance of you can go past this. I mean, it says it's unhealthy to go past four. Um, but we're going to talk about some methods here in a minute that are going to help you on your road to potty training out there because we want you to feel comfortable too. Yeah. uh, We often joke on this podcast, but I mean, some of this stuff is like serious, yeah. Uh, retrospective parenting, like looking at yourself. Um, I, don't, I don't think that's the right word. It's, re- it's reflective parenting. Reflective, that, a- absolutely. No, but, and, and and I don't feel like you should stress about it too much because another thing I was reading about is like every kid is, like you said, it, some kids it takes up to four. Every kid is different. And it's like once it snaps into place, it's going to snap into place and he'll probably just be like, yeah, let's sure. do it. All it's of, toilet time. Yeah, you don't see, you know. But there's a adults walking around in diapers. It's well, gonna happen. Yeah, it's, there's some videos. Yeah, it's a fetish. But you, you oh, is it? it? Yeah. Damn, I'm sorry I asked. Real quick, I grew up. <laughs> I grew up with a kid that uh, that wore diapers till he was five. So I mean, it's not you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a thing. What, it's a thing. Well, I didn't. That, to me, that's that's a little. That's that's one year out of kindergarten. Uh, yeah. No, I mean it's not. It's not a great thing, but I mean every. I guess the point is. Are you trying to said, make me? You're trying to make me feel good. I'm just saying. Point. Yeah, there's different paces, man, and he'll get there, and there's nothing to. Because from what I understand, and I am dead in the middle of this struggle, and it's. Do you want to go to the potty? No. Do you? You know, we started off with the stickers, and then you know we were like, oh yay, and celebrating at that. And I I tell I call old boy here. I don't know, today or yesterday, I cannot remember it's all today. the days. To, to today, it's everything's today. running together at this point. And we were talking about potty training our children, and he basically tells me that his is done in a week, but he really had no hand in it. 
Is that that true? You have to reinforce it at home, too. But what had happened was the daycare we were going to, Sam had a a good daycare. They told us from the get-go, they're like, when she turns the age of two, if you're still here, she begins potty training the day she turns two. Mm -hmm. and, And diapers are gone. So we're like, okay, sure. Well, they've got a little toilet in the in the daycare, and other kids are going through the same process. So, dude, she was potty trained in a week, and that was that. In a week, I know, one week. That is, I feel like that is a not the average person. No, <laughs> no, well, yeah, can, I, that that must be the most expensive daycare of all time. I mean, <laughs> no, let's we be took honest. Her, we took her there. Can I get the number to was, that daycare? Because was, if they're going to potty train my kid in a week, I would pay them. A week's worth of daycare. I've heard of it. It's called Flushing Meadows Daycare, right? <laughs> is that what it is? <laughs> yep. But I'm sitting right. here. I'm sitting here, Struggling. at least two months in, and you're telling me that your now. daughter was done in a week. Kid now terrific. you, you kid, kid terrific because your life is so easy oh, in yes. parenting. She is the perfect child. She's you've never Good had doubt. to spank her. She potty trained in a week. She's just she's great. Golden. She's right? great. So. How's she on those dishes? <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, pretty bad. But I think that's that's her being smart. I think she's uh, she's just foregoing the allowance money. I I can imagine if it hadn't been for the daycare and I was in this quarantine episode where I'm at home with her the whole time at that age trying to get her to potty train. I pr- it had probably taken uh, like three days. You're talking about people that are trained to be around kids all day long right they, they, they do this all the time like well machine yeah exactly they know the signs they know how like how to guide them so i mean yeah it's it's different yeah it is different because at that age group in that daycare what they did is they had um that was just a certain age group from one to two so they're constantly they're constantly potty training or I guess I don't know what their age range was, but they're constantly potty training kids at that age. So sure. it's just, yep, get them in, get them out. And then she's seeing other kids do it. So she knows it's normal. It was like, man, yeah, I, can I go next? I want to, I remember coming to daycare once. She's like, Hey, I want to show you. Like my kid was like, I, I'm going to show you, I'm going to go to the potty. And like, she was proud of it. And I was yeah, like, that's great. That's awesome. They, and they are proud of it. I mean, they're, they're, tips that you can follow and i I know we want to get into that um yeah tips that you can follow including you know rewarding and levon he has been excited to use the potty he has called us from my mom's house and said hey i used the potty like he's been excited it's just it's not as cut and dry as a lot of people think so if you are struggling with it out there um don't I don't know. Don't be discouraged. What, no. As three dads here, one that's about to enter this, one is in the dead middle hell of it, and one that Aced obviously it. just you know flew by and didn't even <laughs> he wasn't involved. He paid somebody to buy <laughs> train his kid. <laughs> I mean, let's involved. be honest. He paid somebody. A fat one. No, I'm just kidding. What we want to do is raising Nashville is kind of I don't know. Talk about some tips. So let real quick. Let me ask you guys, since I'm getting ready to get into it, let's we haven't really talked about it yet. Should I try this uh three day potty training thing? We've got some time. My kid is eighteen months old. During the coronavirus would be the best opportunity to try this. Now uh, what let's I talk would, let's talk about this method. I'm I'm against this method. I I'm a, it takes away every freedom a parent has. And I understand that you're gaining a long term uh 
a long-term reward type of reward here, right? The kids potty trained. Right. But I mean, think what, about think about the struggles that you were just talking about what you had. If you could sac or switch around those Sure. If you could trade those struggles for 3 the days. 3 days. Okay. Would three you have done it? For 3 days. Those three days. Have you ever been to those, jail? Those three days are when the Titans were in the playoffs. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so to say, have you ever been to jail for three days? It is a very long time in your head. Um, I, especially the like, so especially you, the way you're supposed to do this. I mean, sure. So, <laughs> so. Juicebox is obviously asking us if you have not heard of this out there. This is the three-day method to potty training, and there are a, a couple of different variations of this method, but obviously um, they're all about the same. And the way that this method works, a way that you can potty train your kid in three days, which I don't believe is true, um, is one of the rules is, and I'm sure you guys have looked this up. Every, for, for, since the child wakes up to when the child goes to bed, every 15 minutes you have to grab their hand and walk them to the potty. Now, here's a method number one debunked. Kids don't always do, especially at this potty training age, what you want them to do. You at, can at any age. At, if you're okay yeah. at any age. So every, you're telling me that I can't get my kid to go upstairs and eat dinner at a certain time. He has to wait an hour or he has to, you know, do it on his own terms to go to the bathroom every 15 minutes for do like you, 10 hours. Well, I them, think that's the thing. It's almost like a boot camp. It's a boot camp for your kids. Like yeah, that's that, you know like. how like boot camp, they're just drilling something into you and the, to kind of like break your spirit and then build you back up. That's literally what I feel like this is. This is a sort of boot camp for a kid where you're just like breaking them down and it's like you're both miserable but you have to get through you this. Live and three then days. by the third day, you both like, or he's like, fi or they're, they're finally understanding. between each other <laughs> just high-fiving. Yeah. No. See, I see it as, if you're talking about boot camp, this is where they get their disdain for their parent from their parents for the first time. But then I don't know, man. If you, I, I mean, aside from Full Metal Jacket, a lot of people that go through boot camp end up respecting <laughs> their drill sergeant at the very end. Question. The end, That's you know? true. Question on this. Every the every fifteen minute method, are you giving them a laxative? You are not giving them a laxative. Here is here is number two, method number two on the three day potty <laughs> training. For a hundred a hundred plus times a day you have to ask your child, do you have to use the potty? Yeah. Like over, it says 100 plus or this method won't work. So you oh have to God. say this 100 times a day. I mean, it it all makes sense. It's literally just like teaching your kid anything at this point. Like it's all just repetition and then it's like ingrained into them. I mean, this is just an extreme version of that, you know? I sure. feel like you could probably teach your kid the alphabet in three days when they were this, you know, if you were just like, do you have that them. much time to spend though? Do you have three well, days I mean, most... wake up to sleep with your kid on this one simple task? And well, it... no, generally no. But I mean, right now, maybe <laughs> right now they yeah. said pre-cooked meals have somebody there that can heat things up because they don't want you away from your child for more than a minute other than the nap and because you always have to be watching them, you have to watch their actions. You have to watch. And what, they're, they're not going in diapers, right? They're like just in. That's that's step number four. You start with it said. I read two hundred pairs of underwear, um, kind of like <laughs> diapers, because every time. Okay, so was a, this? Hold hold on, hold on. 
<laughs> was this whole method just come up by the own with the, <laughs> the un- underwear come companies. up by the underwear company? Is this a conspiracy no that idea. we need to look into? It says company? you need a lot of pairs of underwear, right? <laughs> and you start off, and there's sections throughout the day where you just remove it. And they go bare ass. And it says, remove all carpeting and rugs from your house. Make sure that you're on cleanable floors. And right then I was like. On cleanable floors? No. I mean, yeah. What uh, what floors aren't cleanable? Uh, Well, I mean, like we we can just literally let our kid play like in our hallway and the bathroom. Yeah. Have fun. Yeah. It's basically you're a. a, (laughs) An arm length away from the bathroom all day, too, for oh, those man. three days. I was kind of hoping you had that no button again. Because I wanted to be like, do you need to use the bathroom? No. <laughs> just yeah. constantly, just back and forth. Yeah. I that. Dude, that sounds like torture. It, yeah. it For three days, and it says, if mm-hmm. <laughs> the best part of the article was like, if you aren't available to take a day off work and combine it with a weekend, or use a holiday weekend to do this, and I'm just like, man, she didn't know this virus was coming. <laughs> Because there is yeah. so much time to do this right now. Yeah. There are a lot of bored people out there and a lot of people with kids. But instead of worrying, maybe you can turn this into something positive and take the three-day potty training method. Here's what I do know. You can never get those three days back if this didn't work. Yeah, but you've wasted three uh, days doing other shit. Yeah. That's no true. All right, so I've got a couple of other things. Uh, I found this little thing from Eric Erickson, who is a – he's a – psychiatrist and i know i studied him back in like basic psychiatry um and he had this thing called the psychosocial theory of development and especially when it comes into potty training there's a there's a couple of uh, tips he gives and one let the child express readiness uh let them come to it instead of you trying to force it upon the kid sure and a lot of this is going to kind of be redundant um we don't really have to dive into it but it, it makes sense uh a lot allow them ample time in the toilet let them take their time don't try to you know force it out of them instead of expressing relief express like joy like uh positive affirmation like hey great <laughs> yeah. who is expressing relief like yeah. whew, thank yeah, god right. you went Man, to the potty <laughs> after that ample time that was i allowed a close you in there call. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you've been in there for 30 minutes uh don't say negative statements so apply positives uh avoid shaming the child which kind of goes into that too but that's hard avoid scolding the child for incidents so if they have an accident or something like that, you don't scold them. Which That's not hard. That should never have. That should never happen. Right. Should never happen. But it's it's in here for a reason. I'm for spanking, and I'm 100 percent that should never happen. Right. Like, I, I agree. I mean, the accidents happen, man. So right. anyway, so um, unsuccessful potty training can it, it can it can have some negative uh, connotations with it. So the child it can cause low self esteem. Uh, they can grow up overly dependent. Mm-hmm. Um, they can have self-doubt in, in various tasks that they perform, uh, grow up with insecurities, and could criticize their own abilities. Um, you want to hear some that's, that's really heavy, right? That's yeah, really heavy. Like, and, we're walking a fine line here. With, right. Like, and, and so, I, like, I read that, and I was like, oh, my God, dude. Like, we, we really did get off easy if all that's true. I felt like that's, like, a lot of a, a head game, and I don't think there's that much pressure. I think, ultimately, you just got to let the kid kind of come to it. He's he or she is going to get through it. It just takes patience. That, I, yeah, I, I agree with that. And just know that they're going to have accidents after they're potty trained. Yeah. I mean, that it's going to happen. Now, 
again, not knowing how long that's going to happen is is one thing. Yeah. I remember, and I can tell a, a brief story about this real quick, is when I was younger, and I cannot for the life of me remember the age, but I would say six, maybe seven years old or whatever, sometimes I would have accidents and I would be at my dad's house and he lived in Kentucky where I'm not from and I would go visit him and uh, when I had an accident, my stepmom, keep in mind, this is my stepmom, right. would make me wash that shit in the sink by hand what thinking yes thinking that she was like teaching me a lesson i guess and i don't know if my my dad never in your sleep no no no, not peed um just an accident yeah having an accident not not i would never piss my pants i never like peed in the bed when i was a kid that just didn't happen sometimes right right, right. that's sometimes i would shit i'd be running around and it would just accidentally come out you can't hold it or whatever so when you shit yourself she would make me take them off and wash them in by hand myself in in the sink no kidding and that is some psychological shit i mean i hate to use that pun but i mean it Making me do that now, I don't know, forever. It's making me like, if I have to take a shit, I'm going to hold it until, you know, my stomach, you know, implodes. Because I don't want to do that or think about that again. Dude, so be easy not, on your yeah, kids. That's bad, I mean, easy, that's bad yeah. for your system. Yeah, it, no, it's yeah. very bad for your system. So Damn. I I don't know <laughs> for the life of me why I brought this up, but what I, because it just like displayed well, everything that we were talking. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's just very be, relevant. Be easy on them because this is something that we all have to get through together, parents how, yeah. and kids. How Damn. old is she? How old is she now? I don't know, seventy-five. I was just wondering if like she came from that era that had to wash her own. She probably sure. had I'm to. Sure. Have. Yeah. I mean, that's what, I mean? what parents just pass it down. That's yeah. what she sure, knew sure. to do. I'm just, just I'm not defending that. her. I'm not defending her at all. I just. I've, I wonder if my dad and her ever had a conversation about it. I wonder if that's just where they're from. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I, I don't agree. For with me, it, it's kind of like embarrassing. I mean, it's all yeah. fucked up. Yeah. You know. It's, uh, yeah. 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 But. Um, so successful potty training is easy or tough. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna give you this daycare. Don't I, don't, I mean, I we're we're not here. We're three dads. We're we're giving you our perspective from it. We're not, you know, here to tell you exactly how it's gonna work. All kids are different. All things are gonna have it differently. You can either have a five day, three day potty training, you know, boot camp. You can have a five day perfect child. Yeah. Um. You can have, you know, a boy who is just crazy and just doesn't want to do it. Doesn't want to go, you know, with the status quo of the rest of the kids in his class. Or you can be expecting this right now. You know, you can you can be anticipating it. You could have just had a child, and you're like, man, potty training is that next big step. But Damn. right now is the time. If you are thinking about it, you have a child in that age age range. Why not try it now? I've done so yeah. much research over the last couple of days that I'm ready to try different methods because the ones we originally did didn't work. And like you guys said. I'm not motivated so much as I don't want to wipe an ass for the rest of my life anymore starting right now. I'm fine. I don't care. It doesn't bother me. Um, I just want him to kind of be a little bit more excited about putting on his own clothes and, like, getting to that point. And like, just more independent, like, in yeah. general. Like, that's, it's true. You know, Autonomous. I need, I, yeah. I need I'm not to use the, the potty. I, I need to go and do it, and then I'm back to playing. Yeah, you know? I'm, I'm not the mind. parent that doesn't want him to not grow up. Like some parents are out there, they're like, "Oh, I want him to be my baby forever." No, I want you to get old so but you who, can talk uh, to me like this. Okay, 
When people say that, are they talking about changing diapers? <laughs> but just know, again, out there, it's not easy. Um, we're here for you. If you have any questions, we'll answer them. We might not be the best idea. I'm yeah. about to be in it in real time, so I feel like let's. Uh, I'll do an update and you know. A few months or something yeah. and let you know how it's going. Well, we hope you've enjoyed another brought to you by coronavirus. Uh, interesting podcast here from Raising Nashville. Um, we enjoyed being able to talk a little bit about our experiences on potty training. Uh, as always, wherever you are, take please take 30 seconds to go on any of the platforms that you're using to listen to us right now, whether it be Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, and just like us, rate us, leave a comment there, tell your friends, tell your family. We're here every week. (laughs) Tell your family. Tell your family. (laughs) Tell your family. Tell your mother, your father. Yeah. Uh, We hope you guys enjoyed listening. If you don't have children, have one. Have one. Catch up. Yeah. We want you to know what we go through. Yeah. The fear. Party dance, do the party dance. Right side across, left side across. Step, step, toes, waist, celebrate. Right side across, left side across. Step, step, toes, waist, celebrate. Do the party dance. I'm a big kid now, I do big kid stuff. I talk on my phone I drive my car Watch me play guitar Do the potty dance Right side cross Left side cross Step